You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I'll say this. I'm not a big hockey gal. We know this. But it's a little different when it's playoff hockey. I think of all the sports, playoff hockey is one of the most exciting times of year um, of any playoff time in all of sports. Why do you think that is? Like, I just feel like there's more urgency. And like I said, I'm not a big hockey person. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to put it into words. It just has a different feel to it. Yeah, hockey is is such a, such a physical sport. And mm-hmm. if you've ever seen a hockey game in person, obviously you know this. It doesn't... The problem with hockey is it doesn't really translate well to TV, for example. But watching a hockey game, it's super physical. It's super fast. And also, the margin of error, particularly in hockey, is just so very thin. And you generally see, God, I forget. It's one of my favorite stats of all time, and I I forgot. But like in Game 7s of the Stanley Cup Finals, like the under is a crazy winner I don't have the exact statistic in front of me but it's just because games are so tight defense is ramped up and all it takes is just one goal can absolutely make the difference so and I baseball is similar but but not quite and hockey has seen totals generally started to tick up over the years which is why we see totals now at six and a hook but man there's something about playoff hockey where the intensity is just absolutely insane just compared to other sports and I, I again I think it's just because one the puck can take a bounce the wrong way for one team or another and it can make the difference in the game so the margin of error very thin I'm glad you brought up totals because that's the first thing that my beginner mind picked up on some of these game ones that are you know going tonight totals of five and a half totals of six mm-hmm. and a half but a lot of fives and a half fives and five and a halfs five and a halfs that is the plural of five and a halfs <laughs> I suppose so are you leaning towards the under in some of these or do you think that like at five and a half that's a total that's too low for you to want to play it depends. Every I generally play more overs than unders, but I also think that this is something that this is an adjustment. There has been an adjustment in hockey in that the skill level over time has gotten so much better where now you see players who it's just like any sport. We're seeing more like in the NBA, we're seeing more international players start to have an impact, right? Same thing in hockey where there's more international players playing the game and also in the, in the olden days of hockey, if you had a blue line, or if you had a guy playing on the fourth line, a lot of these guys were just enforcers. They were out there to sort of eat up minutes, to be physical, to wear down the other team. They would start fights. They didn't necessarily have a well-rounded skill set. Well, now that it's changed because even guys who – have a primary responsibility to play defense, they're very skilled. So you see a lot of defenders who can score. So it used to be 
the highest total you would see generally would be six. And we've seen six and a half all season long. So in my mind, it's hard for me to say, wow, is, is seven goals is over six and a half really the way to go? And I bet some over six and a half. So that's an adjustment I need to make sports wagering wise just because the game has changed. The game's changed, y'all. The game has changed. So that's what I'm trying to do. But yes, if, if the over is something you like, go for it. But I absolutely don't hesitate to bet unders, particularly in the playoffs, because I guarantee you there will be plenty of unders hit. And also, as we see every year in the playoffs, there will be a goalie or two, even throughout an entire series, that will stand on his head, which we always see some goalie who just, some for some reason, gets in the zone. And then because of that, the unders hit. So that's something to take a look at for sure. Okay, so that is one way that seems like it is different, betting on the playoffs as opposed to betting on the regular season. So say you're a better that has never bet mm -hmm. on the postseason in hockey, say, like me. Uh, how would you explain to somebody the differences when you're looking at these games? Do regular season stats matter? Is there something that's a little different about playoff hockey other than just the totals? There is, and and you can. I am someone as a better, as a hockey better. I I look at just a couple things. I look at because you can like any sport, you can dive really deep into high danger chances and face off percentages, and I tend to stay away from that. But to me, two things matter. Number one is average goals per game and goals against. You look at offensive and defensive metrics, and then I'm a big believer in whoever is in net has. Mm -hmm has the ability to give you a big advantage. Now, I've heard the argument, it doesn't matter who's between the pipes. It's about the defense in front of the netminder. And, and that is true because there are some teams who have, they have a great netminder. Like Carter Hart for the Flyers is a very good goalie, but his defense is terrible. The Flyers are terrible. So it's hard for him to pick up wins. But I do think defense matters, of course, but the guy between the pipes matters a lot, and especially late in the season, and this is why it's going to get tough. Late in the season, you can find huge mismatches where you've got, I don't know, you've got Linus Olmark in net for Boston, and then you have, I don't know, Jonas Corposalo in net when he was playing for the Blue Jackets, and it's such a huge swat there that you could play the Bruins maybe on the puck line or a three-way money line and make yourself some money. So that's something that I take into account quite a bit. Right, but I would imagine the books also take this into account mm -hmm. as well because part of betting is it's usually built into the number. And let's go down the odds to win the Stanley Cup right now. Of course, Boston, the favorites at plus 325. Followed by Colorado seven to one, Edmonton nine to one, Toronto nine to one as well, and Carolina, New Jersey, and the New York Rangers and Las Vegas all twelve to one. Uh, if you are betting on the outright winner, so let's talk about the Bruins for just a hot second because mm -hmm. they have looked like the most dominant team in hockey. Just even to somebody who barely follows hockey, like they look like their offense just cannot be beaten. They even added guys. Uh, by trades that made them even better, is there value in betting the favorite? Because I feel like we've seen years where there's teams mm -hmm. that look unbeatable, but then they don't win it. Like, remember that year with the Avalanche where they looked amazing? The year mm -hmm. where the Tampa Bay Lightning got taken out, I think, in the first round? And we'll see these teams just get hot and go on runs. Like, I think it was the St. Louis Blues one year who, you know, had their coach fired in the middle of the season or whatever you call a coach in hockey. I don't even know. But am I All off right. base here? Is there value in betting on the favorite, or is it 
a different season when it comes to the playoffs. And sometimes it's better looking at some of the other teams. I would say that's a really good question. I would say in most years, betting on the favorite or just looking at the regular season can be a misnomer. And and I experienced this personally following the Cavs because again and again and again before they finally won the cup, the Caps would routinely win the President's Cup. They would be the best team in the regular season. And then come playoff time, they wouldn't fall apart. They would just disappoint. But two things are going on here. Number one, yes, it is playoff hockey. So the President's Cup winner doesn't always win the Stanley Cup. In fact, it doesn't normally happen. But Boston is different this year. Even if you don't follow hockey, you have to put into context how good this Bruins team has been. They went 62-15-5 this season. Like, think about that, for example. Like, like the NBA, that the NHL plays 82 games just like the NBA. If there were a team that went 62-15-5, that would be one of the best records in NBA history. Well, this was an NHL record. They won the President's Trophy. They don't have any weaknesses on offense. They don't have any weaknesses on defense. They have a talented core around Pasternak and Bergeron and Marshawn, who've been there for a long time. They brought in Dmitry Orlov from my caps to shore up their defense. I mean, even both of their net miners. Like, Linus Allmark, Jeremy Swayman, both fantastic in net. And even at the end of the regular season, like, they finished the regular season 9-1. and one. So, this is an absolute juggernaut of a team. I would be stunned if the way Boston has played this season, that they found a way to lose the cup. It can certainly happen, but this is one of those rare circumstances where I do think there is value at plus 325. It's 3-1 to on a team that is Far and away. Not just like, hey, this is the best team in hockey during the regular season. I mean, far and away, a historical team during the regular season. And I think they win the Cup. Do you think it's better to take the Bruins to win the Stanley Cup or to just bet on them every individual game? Because I think there's other ways you can do it. Obviously, there Mm -hmm. is good plus money to be had at, you know, plus 325 for the Bruins to win it all. But also, that's a lot of games that they got to win. And a lot of you know, landmines that maybe they have to mm-hmm. overcome. And my other question is, is there any team out there that presents like a matchup problem for the Bruins? Because from what you've said, it feels like nobody is a matchup issue for the Bruins. There, There's no doubt that the Bruins match up. I mean, they, they really don't have any weaknesses. They, they really don't. The question is, hey, the only way you guys can lose is if, For some reason, you beat yourselves. You don't play like you did during the regular season. But I will say this. The Avalanche certainly have a chance. You're talking about the defending cup champions, right? And the one thing you do need to take into account is that they are going to be without Gabriel Landeskog, who tore up his knee, so he's out for the playoffs. But they're still loaded, and they've won it before. I'll, I'll tell you this, though. If you're looking for a team where maybe you want some value and you say, yeah, I know, Boston is good, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all before. You're no different telling me that like everyone else does. But Dallas at 14-1, to 1, I think, is very, very interesting. They don't have the star power that the Bruins have. They don't have the star power that uh, the Oilers or – the Avalanche have, but Dallas is a team that does everything really well. They have the NHL's third best defense. They have the league's sixth best offense. They're a great mix of younger players and and veterans. And always, you want a great netminder, and Jake Ottinger is always a threat to stand on his head and shut down opposing offenses. You can get the stars at 14 to 1. So as a value play, I'm going to pick Dallas tonight on the money line. They're hosting the Wild in the opening round of their playoff series. I like the Stars a lot at 14 to 1 as a value play. 
Yeah, I was just going to ask you if you were playing them tonight because we do have some game ones. That is one mm-hmm. in the Western Conference where it's wild stars. Uh, Dallas at a palatable price of minus 140. Jinx, I know you like them. Are there any of these other games that you are interested in or, you know, have any kind of read? Not really, just because you're paying such a premium. I The Hurricanes right. are minus 160 at home, but the thing with the Isles is that they're not going to be great. I, they certainly have some of the worst odds to win the Cup, but they also have Ilya Sorokin in that, and he's one of those guys that can shut down a team, so I don't want to lay a buck 60 and everything else. Oilers are minus 190, and the Bruins are minus 225. So as good as they are, that's certainly priced in. It's either stars or bust for me. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.